This is Sheltering in Petaluma, the podcast about how Petalumans are doing during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm your host, Andy Sewell. The podcast is produced in collaboration with Petaluma Arts Center. Be sure to listen to the end of the episode for more information about them and other arts programming they provide. For this episode, the theme is education. Spring break this year ended with students not going back to their schoolrooms, but starting classes in their dining rooms. Distance learning became how education was done through the rest of the semester. And with school now out, some Petalumans are reflecting on the effects of the pandemic on education. In this episode, you'll hear from a graduating senior, a high school teacher, and a parent who has a renewed sense of respect for educators. Um, but we are adjusting. Um, we've been doing a lot of homeschooling now, so um, my wife and I are both stepping into the role of part-time teachers, like a lot of parents are. And um, that's a that's a difficulty just with the fast adjustment. You have to pick up skills quick and figure out whatever you can. Um, our son Henry has been doing Zoom meetings with his teacher every morning, which have been really good. He's a really cool guy, Mr. Nordstad, and uh, he stays real positive, upbeat for the kids, gives little announcements and reminders, reads to them, and um, just uh, says hi and goodbye to each kid uh, by name. Really cool thing, really positive. As the weeks of distance learning continued, it became clear that students were not going to return to their classrooms. For one teacher, Rachel, that was heartbreaking. Like a lot of us, she didn't initially think the shelter in place would last a long time. Uh, My name is Rachel, and I am a local educator in Petaluma. I teach uh, a high school science class, several, actually two different science classes. I grew up in Petaluma. I've worked from seventh grade all the way up to 12th grade. Every year brings new challenges and lessons, and this year has brought a lot of different lessons. And March, I'm looking at, okay, it's the week before spring break. I know that they're going to be kind of squirrely. I'm going to be with my juniors and seniors the Friday before. I did decide to show a documentary. As I was kind of introducing the documentary, one of my students, one of my seniors, he just kind of stops in the middle and he goes, I just realized this could be the last day of my high school career. And I kind of looked, I was like, no, no, that's that you're, you're, you know, I validate your feelings of that, but you know what, we're going to be back. And so I opened the floor and I, they asked me and I was very warm and sincere about it. And I told them that, honestly, I think that we're going to be back. Maybe we'll have an extended an extra two or three weeks, but we'll be back. And I really did believe that at that time. But they didn't go back. Like everyone else, Rachel and her students became experts at video chatting. She also used technology to connect with her students. She gave them a survey each week to see how they were doing. So in some ways, distance learning like pulled me away from my students, but it also brought me closer to them. And so they continued for the rest of the semester. Until last Friday, the last day of school. It was kind of a sense of relief. It was, okay, last day of school. And I remember it just felt, it felt very unclimactic. It felt unfinished. I didn't go in because I've spent time, most of my time I've been working at home, but I do occasionally will go into my classroom. I did actually go into my classroom that day, but it was just, it felt empty. 
the other thing is that we there's no graduation. So going to graduation, that excitement, the walking onto the field, you what what we do at our graduation is we walk on all the the teachers, we and the counselors and PHS staff, we walk onto the field, we we do a circle around all the parents are in the stands. Then we create kind of this these two aisles. And as the students are walking onto the field, we all clap them through as kind of like a tunnel of love, as we call it, a petaluma high. And that just didn't happen. So it still doesn't feel done. There's so much more I could say, and I'm not articulating myself the way that I want to. It's harder when they're not in front of me. Because you can see you can tell so much from someone's eyes. And a lot of times when I talk to my students on the last day of school, it's kind of that, that mood, that, you know, the mood, the, the feeling. And I feel like I've lost that. And I wish that they were in front of me. Rachel reached out to follow up on her thoughts. Now that school is out, she's been thinking back on the semester. She's proud of the accomplishments her students made, despite all the challenges. And even though she and her students didn't get their traditional graduation, Petalumans still mark the occasion in typical Petaluma style, a parade. This is the sound of graduating seniors from Casa Grande riding through the neighborhood around their campus. As each student made their way down the route, people made their own tunnel of love. Last, we'll hear from one senior. Lowry was very much looking forward to the last semester of her senior year. Even as she adjusted to all the changes, she kept a strong sense of optimism. My feelings in March when school was first canceled were kind of all over the place. I remember being in class and saying to my friends, I wonder if this will be our last day of high school. I remember saying, I really hope at least we get prom and graduation because I didn't know the gravity of the situation at the time. I was definitely confused and upset and shocked because it's not at all what I expected for my senior year. I think kids my age tend to be like, oh, I'm young, you know, that's never gonna happen to me. And I guess I kind of had that mindset. And then it happened. I know that it's a common joke to say that my generation has so much time on cell phones and FaceTime and texting. But then when my whole life does become online, I realize there really is a lot of time still outside and still interacting face to face. It's like that quote, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. That's pretty much how it feels. I didn't realize how much face to face time I had with my friends and my teachers, and those around me until it was all online. And the only social interaction is at the grocery store. In high school, I definitely came out of my shyness and learned how to be more vocal and how to interact with my peers. And that definitely has helped me cope with these changes. If I was still that shy person walking in the first day of school, 
I definitely would not know how to handle myself in this type of situation. And I think that's true with a lot of people right now. You know, it can seem like a dark cloud being inside of your house all day long. But my time in high school really has taught me how to push through the difficult times and see the brighter side of things. I still have so much to learn and being in a global pandemic at this age where I'm in the prime time of learning and absorbing information, I think that's really going to have long-term impacts on me. It has definitely made me realize that I have to appreciate what is in front of me while it is still there. And when this is over, having that mindset that every day of my life is something great and you have to treat every day like it's a movie and you have to glamorize every day of your life because you never know when things are going to shut down like this and you're stuck at home. I tend to say, oh, I can do that tomorrow. Oh, I can do that next week. But I really have to realize that I should be saying, oh, I can do that today. I definitely think that I have had a very positive experience compared to many people in my community and around the world right now. I think I'm very lucky to be in the situation that I am in, and I want to use my voice to, you know, shed light on those people that don't have that positive experience right now and those that are genuinely struggling right now. And I want to say that I'm there with them and things can only get better from here. Thank you to all the Petalumans who contributed to this episode. Sheltering in Petaluma is produced by Audio Ephemera in collaboration with Petaluma Art Center. Right now, you can check out pieces from their youth arts exhibit. The theme was Shelter at Home, and you can view submissions from the Sonoma County youth artists by visiting their website, PetalumaArtCenter.org. Special thanks to Jude Mooney, Jonathan Marlowe, Heather Mackin, Daniel Strobel, Michael Woolsey, and to the Petalumans who have sent in their stories. Special thanks to JJ for the Casa Grande graduation parade audio. Music in this episode by Blue Dot Sessions, and our credit music is by Petaluma musician Dave Sampson. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram for previews of upcoming episodes and bonus clips. If you have a story to share, visit shelteringinpetaluma.org, click on Participate in the upper right to get easy instructions on how to send in your voice memo to be included in a future episode. Thanks, Petaluma. Stay safe.